Welcome to the very first episode of the Make Sure Your Friends Are Okay podcast. I'm your host, Lacey O'Malley, and in this episode, Hunter and I sit down with YouTuber and social media star Mario Selman. For only being 20 years old, he is so self-aware and heartfelt. We talk about him coming out to his friends, family, and fans, being thrust into LA at such a young age, finding himself, and lots of other really great stuff. I hope you enjoy. What's your favorite vegetable? Or is a cucumber a fruit? Because it has... Ugh, I hate this conversation, to be honest. <laughs> I really don't understand it, and it's it's stressful. Um, cu- if cucumber's a vegetable, I love cucumbers and carrots, which is so okay. weird. Do you like carrots? I love carrots. Yeah. Okay, thank God. I get TMJ, though, sometimes. So when it, my jaw is really mm. hurting, I can't do carrots, mm. but... yeah. I am love, I the I only one here with yeah. TMJ? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I have okay. that. Okay. What's your favorite no vegetable? I don't know. <gasps> celery. Oh, I love celery. Good. Yeah. I love celery. Do you guys ever celery juice? Oh, I did yeah. that yesterday. Fully actually. did that. Come on, we're in LA. It's good. Yeah. True. Yeah. true. 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 Yeah. Welcome to LA, where we celery juice, and uh, our coffees are twenty five dollars. Literally, me today. Still get them. Tough. I know. That's why I don't like coffee because if I like it, I'm gonna be. You don't Super drink coffee? Poor. No, I'm afraid to like it. Okay. So I have never really actually had coffee. Oh, wow. Matcha? I like matcha. Love I like, I like chais. I'm a chai girl. Oh, oh great as well. And I chai tea lots. Oh, oh gosh. So good. Oh, speaking so of good. LA, can oh, we God, talk yeah. about, about LA with you? For sure. <laughs> I love LA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No I love ever. that face. If you're only listening to this podcast, you should have seen that face. <laughs> <laughs> I love how it's like a little sour lemon pucker face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's a love-hate relationship, (laughs) sweet and sour. Yeah, I mean, I feel that. But I I noticed you've been kind of like back and forth. At first, were you going back and forth initially between Florida, right? Um, I moved out here when I was like 17, almost 18 with my mom. I got my first apartment. We were here full – well, the plan was always to be back and forth because I knew if I came Mm -hmm. fully to L.A. Mm -hmm. and like dove into L.A., I got warnings from everyone Mm -hmm. um, that it would – take over my life and like I wouldn't be able to focus on what I wanted to do yeah and that kind of happened to be honest um Mm because I started hanging out with a bunch of friends and like kind of stopped focusing on my work um but I was here most of the time so it wasn't so back and forth and then after a while I think I just decided to be here full time was your mom like a momager was she like no Mm -hmm. she was just a mom a great 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 mom that's awesome just helped me with everything I feel like most like kids who kind of grow up in the space like their moms or their dads or the, the initial people who are mm-hmm. like, yo, I got this whole manager thing, even though they have no idea what to do. Do you do a lot of people are your friends with like kind of I mean, yeah. started like that's kind of what they were? I've seen a bunch of momagers and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but I'm honestly so lucky because my parents, they, I didn't listen to them back then. And I just mm-hmm. realized like I'm, this I'm too- really lucky I didn't listen to my parents back then. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I mean, I should have, I should have listened to them like four years ago, five years yeah. ago, but they've, I really learned over the past two years, especially like coming out and mm-hmm. through all of that, like your family's like all you got and like mm. they really yeah. like had met like my best interest at heart and stuff like that that's really yeah, cool that true. your mom yeah. moved here with you oh my god they did too much for me honestly they, that's so and cool. I, I wasn't that grateful for it but now i'm like trying to make it up yeah, yeah. yeah. well that's i awesome. feel that way i don't know about you guys but do you ever think you're you're still you're 20 right mm-hmm. so yeah um 
I have this thing as I get older, more and more, I notice things that I never was grateful for mm. that I just wish I could take back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fully, fully. I wish I could take back so many things. My entire family like flew out here at one point to move me from one apartment to the other. Oh, wow. And they helped. I mean, my my little sister, my big sister, my mom, my dad. That's like real. Everyone flew in. And I just was. That's some love. Yeah, that's like real love. No, it's real love. And I I love them. Isn't there a song about that? Real love? Like a lot of songs are like that, huh? Anyways, okay. Oh, I do know that song. Yeah, I do know that song. Okay, cool. Blink-182? Oh, God. Yeah. Today I introduced Blink-182 to Mario. He had no idea who they were. Um, yeah. And I told them about them. And very very quickly. He didn't listen to them. We did, I just told uh, him about them. I saw the best TikTok the other day. That Have you seen it? Where the guy comes out and he looks in the mirror and he's like, one day of li- listening to Blink-182. And then he comes out and he's like, one week of listening to Blink-182. Oh, I love those TikToks. Like, yeah. Hello there. <laughs> I awesome. saw that, but with Ariana Grande. Oh, you probably oh, love yeah. that. Oh, God. He's the biggest Ariana Grande fan. Okay, okay no tell me about that. Me. Oh, wow. Love her. <laughs> Everything you, about her. Would you Have you ever met her? Um, No, but I've been next to her so many times. Or near so her so many times on carpets like, and stuff like that. No, like, I, I know exactly what she smells like, but I have not talked to if her. If I've... Oh, I would faint. I, I don't even know what would if happen. If she spoke to you? She liked my comment on her recent <gasps> Instagram picture. Oh, wow. So that was really big for me. I tweeted about it on my second account. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, like account. two accounts. Oh yeah, to like share out my like Talk. emotions. Oh. And, yeah. oh. well, I didn't know you did that. I had no idea you had a second account to be honest. And that's is that where you talk shit exactly. on? Kind of. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I well, like it. am I? I don't even know how we got on this tangent. Me neither. But I'm Ariana gonna bring Grande. it back. Yeah. I'm gonna b- b- bring it back. Good. Okay. Cool. Good. So we were talking about LA, and your family came oh, out yeah. and helped you. So you you initially moved here when you were 16. You both go, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you moved here when you were 16 with your mom, and then when did your mom did your mom go back at a certain point? Wow, I have to think about it. I don't. I feel like it just got tough. It, it was me, my family's super close, and we mm-hmm. were all. We, I was on tour for two years before I moved mm-hmm. here. Tour for music. No, just touring for, for like social media, honestly. Oh, okay, the last cool. tour I did was more music okay, driven. Cool. I was only singing on stage. But we were touring for two years and that like my entire family went on that. My dad helped mm-hmm. me with the shows. Like so he wasn't a, a manager, yeah. but he was just mm-hmm. there for me. Like with everything, that's with anything yeah. I ever needed. And he was he's just being so family. smart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's, that's the best cool. way to do it, honestly, because yeah. I see like parents sometimes getting way too involved and it stresses the kid out. And they yeah. right. they never well, and it's hard to mix family with business. Exactly. Yeah. But they're just ugh, I, I went on a trip, I think couple of years ago with this influencer girl and uh i think you know who i'm talking about when uh, i went to hawaii and like i experienced the craziest momager i've ever seen in my entire oh, life really? like it was so insane that like i i wanted to do something for this girl i felt so bad i remember mm-hmm. we were like on rocks uh and the beach in hawaii and like her mom was just being like, wear heels, like blah, blah, like yelling at her to wear heels. And she's like begging me to like ask her to do like a comfy oh. sweatpants shoot. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Like I felt so mm. horrible. But like that's the reality of a lot of like momager type yeah. things in L.A. Oh, I've so noticed tough. that a lot out here. It's, it's sad. Well, it's, it's so hard because it's – I mean – when you come at it, you come at it from way, one way. Either you really want something or they really want it for you. Mm-hmm. And when you really want something, you're either going to have someone who supports you or not. And then there are these people that don't even want it and their parents want it for them so badly. That's tough. Oh, yeah. And that is hard. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know what's harder, being someone who wants something and not having the support or being the person who doesn't want it and being forced to do it. Mm. I think being forced to do it might be tougher because yeah. at least 
you can find support from other people that isn't your family, you know, yeah. Yeah. or be your own support mm-hmm. system. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. Good point. So it's cool that they, they moved out here with you. And then did you go back home or did you stay here for a while? Do you remember the Fuller times? Like when we lived yeah, in Fuller? Yeah, yeah. What was I doing? To be honest, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I remember at one point when after my first apartment. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I missed a whole moment. Oh. My mom, (laughs) so like I was saying with tour and stuff like that, my mom, I told her to go back to Florida Mm -hmm. just because it was, she was away from my dad and that's not fair to her. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. I wasn't Mm -hmm. working every day. I wasn't, you know, fulfilling like my stuff. So uh, she went back and then my big sister moved out here with me into a second apartment. And then, yeah, I wasn't back and forth at that point. I was mm-hmm. I was here for sure. Was that just okay. YouTube, or were you doing music and stuff at that point? I was doing everything. Okay. Oh yeah. I, like I was. I I really like didn't know where you started at all. You kind of like plopped into the life, and then I was just like, yeah. Oh, hey. So I didn't know like. Well, that, it was that was right after tour because I okay. tour ended. So and yeah. I got so a how break. Did, when you so you went on tour for was it like social like YouTube, musically TikTok? Yeah. So I started kind of on stuff. you now and then mm-hmm. musically and musically is kind of what like got me that tour okay. opportunity gotcha. and then I literally right. did that for two years it took over my entire life oh, we would go wow. on a tour and then another tour and then a world tour and like do you yeah. know about that no, I went to I Europe and stuff no like that clue. it was crazy it was the best time of my life to be honest it's fun yeah so fun was it like and a it, click of like people like your squad or yeah, was, it was it like a... it was called part of my story oh, and there were cool. there were like well I, there were a few members that left and came in yeah I was always there since the beginning though. so wait how old were you when you were doing that <laughs> like 15 16 how did you no do way. school I had to leave my high school, which was a dream high school that I got into. Mm-hmm. Really? Um, yeah, Dreyfus School of the Arts. Shout out to them. <laughs> I love them. Um, but I had to leave my sophomore year just because tour. Yeah. Couldn't. Damn. Were you doing it online? Like I was doing online for a while, and then I got I got a job that you need to be like eighteen plus, and uh-huh. I wasn't eighteen, so I had to take a the California high school state proficiency exam. Oh yeah. Oh. So did you technically get? Like... So I graduated early. Oh. And I was in early graduation. Look yeah. at oh. you. I had no idea. Yeah, kind of fun. Go off. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's awesome. I would have loved to go on stage and like you know do yeah. the whole moment. Maybe prom would have been fun. But oh yeah, you know. those yeah. are like kind of like vital moments for a lot of people. I mean, well, like, I don't that didn't even happen this it. year for a lot of people. Oh, that's true. so true. Yeah. I can't even imagine how mad I would be if I went to school for that long and didn't get a graduation. Mm-hmm. I, I was bummed from my cousin. It. She would. She was a senior this year, and she was made it to state basketball and they canceled it like the day before the last game for state championships. So they didn't figure out who won, but also that ruined like her softball season and all these things that she needed for her scholarships. Oh, and man. then she got a scholarship, she which was hard for her to get in the first place because mm-hmm. they canceled everything. And then the school she was going to go play basketball at just canceled their season. Oh, God. That is <sighs> so tough. And at that age, that's really hard because yeah. that's yeah. like... It's like you're you're in your prime, like yeah. ready to excel. Yeah, I feel like a lot of athletes and people like that are dealing with it right now. It mm-hmm. really really sucks. Yeah, yeah. It so bad. So yeah, you're pr- you're probably not alone in that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're a couple years ahead of that, but yeah, having prom and all that kind of stuff. But also, you got to experience things that no one else yeah, could have ever. Very true. I'm still so grateful for all. Yeah, of that. yeah. Like, I knew nothing about any like social media or YouTube or anything until I was in college. Like, I didn't, like, none of my friends had, like, YouTubes in high school. Except I had one friend who was, like, starting, like, a car channel of him just, like, fixing his car up. And, but besides that, I knew nothing about it. I didn't watch them. Mm-hmm. And, like, your lifestyle was, like, you were 15, 14, however yeah. old, like, already on social media, like, like killing Yeah, but it was still an accident. 
like, uh, every, like accident I, wait well, rewind well that kind of an accident. accident um i mean i watched like youtube a little bit like connor mm-hmm. franta like i always looked up to him in my early years and stuff like that mm-hmm. early years what <laughs> i'm 20 okay um but it was an accident because I, I just started going live on you now do you mm-hmm. know what that is no it's just a live streaming platform okay. that was big back then um and I just went live on it because it, it was fun. Like the mm-hmm. fact that you can go live and talk to people and stuff yeah. like that. And then more and more people just started watching. And it, uh-huh. it was like an... What it, were you doing? Back just talking? Just hanging. And really? do people chat and you like That's respond cool. to them and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone on you now was telling me like, get on Musical.ly. It's such a fun app. And then I got on and then everything wow. just wow. kind of blew up. Yeah. That's awesome. Kind of fun. Yeah. So did you, Super when you fun. initially moved out to LA, was it for social media or did you move out to LA for something else? Um... For for something else, that's when I signed with my first agency. Um, I was starting to work with a record label, just like mm-hmm. so many things. Yeah, it was oh, right wow. after tour, so there was a lot of momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then so you LA, came up man. for act, yeah. acting and, mm. and music. Yeah, and well, LA, and, yeah. and social media. Yeah, I still love social media and like YouTube. It's mm-hmm. like it's I like being able to do whatever I You're want. You're a man of many talents. Yeah, thanks. Really, is. I need to show them more. <laughs> You, I feel like you do a good job of showing them. You though. think? I do. Okay. I, I would I love. I think you could show more of like the singing and stuff. But yeah. I know. I think is. I thought he was only a singer when I first met him because I saw like on, Chow, what? on YouTube. <laughs> Chow, if you what? typed in your name, there. I remember there was like a Zane cover a video of, like a That's Zane. What I, I saw that oh, today dusk too. Till dawn. And I thought Yikes. that was your feature with like One Direction. Every why does and everyone I was like, think oh that? Oh my like, god, what? he's <laughs> No. Just what do you cover. mean, yikes? It was great. It was fantastic. Oh, though. yeah. yeah. Uh, no, mm-hmm. t- tell us. Why are you having that reaction? Well, that's why I haven't gone into music. Mm-hmm. It's like like confidence. Mm. I don't have yeah. much of it. <laughs> well, I have some friends who work in music and they were saying a similar thing. Every time they do it, they wonder if they're going to be able to do it again. And, and mm. that struggle of, am I good enough? Are people going to listen to me? Are people going to like me? I mean, I know that. That's what a lot of people deal yeah. with. Is that kind of what it is for you, or I don't. Know. I feel like a big thing that I was told when I came out to LA is like you need to take time to find your sound and perfect mm-hmm. your sound and like this and this mm-hmm. and this. And then I'd be put in rooms with like all these like huge amazing people, and like yeah. I wouldn't be able to. I feel like I just needed a slow start. I mm-hmm. I never got a slow start. I kind of just everyone just threw me in. Yeah, and I was like, oh yeah. god, I don't know what to do. I don't. I can't sing in the booth right now. There's too many people outside, and they're all mm-hmm. listening, and they want me to be perfect. And I have never done this before. So like, how do you expect me? To, like, gotcha. you know, it was just terrifying. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like that kind of just like shut me down in the mm-hmm. music side of it. I've never said that actually, but that that's super very true. Yeah. Well, that I think that would be hard, right? Because a lot of people. This is one thing I noticed about you. I. I personally went to college after high school and then moved to LA. Although my whole life, I begged my parents to move me here, but I didn't come here till I had already graduated college. So I had those four years living away from home already to kind of like propel me into moving oh, to yeah. LA. That must and have been you, nice. Yeah, and you moved out here without any of that. You moved out here at a young age without ever having to learn on your own how to live on your own. And then you go get put in a, in a recording studio and you haven't had, you didn't get to go through all of the high school years of of band and, you know, all that other stuff, uh, choir, yeah. and then college, all that stuff, where you would be finding your sound. You're still mm-hmm. young. And then you move here and are expected to be able to keep up with these people who have been doing it for way longer than you. So I could see that being really challenging. I'm honestly learning about myself as I'm speaking to you. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's good. Awesome. Yeah. That, I think that was a big, like, blockage that I didn't even consider, like, I really like moved out here so mm-hmm. early and was pulled in 
a million different directions. Well, yeah. they say, what do they say? I always say they. They say everything. <laughs> what do they say? Um, the whole, you can be a master. What is it? The master of one, be a master of one thing or... Uh, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. I have absolutely no what I'm no I, wow, I yeah. can't even <laughs> talk. Here, here, here. Hi, I'm learning English today. Oh, so am I. Don't <laughs> worry. I'll stutter a million times. I have a very big problem with speaking words. Mm -hmm. I can speak non-words, but words are hard. Mm -hmm. um, right. Anyways, you can't do everything and be perfect at everything is essentially what I'm getting at. Yeah. And so you're coming out here and you're trying to be like a master of social media, a master of acting and a master in music. And in reality, it's like you know, you, it's almost a time management thing and trying to figure out what am I going to focus on right now? And exactly. honestly, with music, if it's something you still love, I think you should still pursue it because you seem yeah. like you're great at it and you you clearly love it. But you don't have to. You're you're so young. You have so many years. You can focus on one thing and like get your lessons and find your sound, your sound on the end. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, you're saying. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm Definitely saying? Definitely makes sense. You I think, can find I think your too, sound on the side, is what I'm saying. Like you were saying, like I know obviously a part of it is being afraid of like reactions of critics mm -hmm. of people being like stick to something else you're doing. But I feel like you do that on all your platforms. That every time you post on any platform like TikTok, you're waiting to see if it's going to hit the algorithm. Like YouTube, mm -hmm. you're waiting to see if it hits something. I'm you're not scared there, of. You? To be honest, I'm not scared of like like my fans like listening to the music. I'm not scared of that. It's literally internal. It's me it's, literally not it's being. It's doing able. it. It's literally ah. doing it. It's not. It's less about the releasing of it. Yeah. It's the doing it. Uh -huh. Interesting. Mm -hmm. hmm. I don't yeah. know what that is. I don't know. <laughs> you should. You should find like a, a someone. A therapist. Who, no, not a therapist. <laughs> not a therapist. But like a like a coach that you can do it with in front of. Yeah. You know that might be helpful. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. But yeah. yeah, that's that's. I think that would be really hard at that age to try to juggle all those things and feel like you want to be. Yeah. I mean, and I was listening to the wrong people too. Oh really? Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, was your crowd when you came out here like the the one that was like a good thing for you, or was your crowd that you first came out with probably bad for mental health and kind of the crowd that I came to LA with? Yeah, good, good. Yeah, okay, good for me. Um, I think the crowd that I right fell into fell or, into or, wasn't the yeah. best one. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. I think. Finding the right people in LA is really hard. So, the toughest thing. The hardest thing ever. Yeah. Literally the toughest thing. Yeah. To do. Because the hard thing about it is there is this whole idea of LA that everyone here sucks, right? Yep. But of course. And, and there are days where you think that, but there are also days where you are you can be around people and be like, this is the most incredible person I've ever met in my life. <sighs> mm -hmm. I think Very that's true. the first thing that I think of everyone in LA. Yeah. Everyone has their little wall mm -hmm. up of perfection and like you meet them and they're like smiling from ear to ear mm -hmm. just being so... Actually, that's a lie. Some people are some people are horrible. Like yeah. The intro, yeah. yeah, but I feel like most people, especially in the social media world, um, we all kind of know each other. Mm -hmm. So I feel like recently when I've met mm -hmm. people, um, we already know who we are and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So it's very like nice yeah, and all of that. Nice. And then you leave and then you hear certain things and just like it's a lot of fake. I that's the part yeah. that bothers me about it. Like, everyone's very fake. Yeah. With with YouTubers and like social media people, since a huge thing is collaboration, do you feel like when you meet people there's that agenda of like, is this person someone that could I could benefit from or or no? That's tough because yeah. yes and no. Mm -hmm. That's I think honestly LA has played into like or my job maybe I don't really know what it stems from, but like like we're all uh, I don't even know how to it's, say it's, that. It's difficult because 
the business side of your brain automatically starts working, whether you want to or not. Subconsciously, yeah. you're, you're aware. So yeah, and you have to with what you're doing. Yeah. But it, but I try so much to like push that away, and yeah. I do. I think I do a good mm-hmm. job of you know differentiating people mm-hmm. from like coworkers and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but it does play into it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That space that he's in, especially like these people are pushing out so much content all day 24/7. long, twenty four seven, multiple videos a day. Oh, um, really? To the point of like. When you see someone, your immediate thought would have to be, we both know each other on social media. We both have seen each other create stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's just work. It's not create. like a using yeah. culture or anything right. like it's, that. Yeah, it's not, it's not like I want to use anyone. It's more like, right. let's create together. That's yeah. my mentality. Mm-hmm. That's honestly yeah. the best way to describe yeah. it, I think. I always just like see someone, not based on their numbers, but because I see what they do. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, there's this girl I met. Her name's Lauren. I love her as a person. Mm-hmm. love her. And I know she's a great dancer. Mm-hmm. So I want to dance with her and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not so much that I want to benefit from yeah. her. right it's a, right. let's just do it there's, together well there's a difference between meeting somebody and getting like amped up to collaborate there, yeah. that, there's a difference between that but i feel like in my experience a lot of times when you meet people maybe not necessarily when you're going and you're obviously around other youtubers it might be different but when you're going somewhere and people meet you and it's the whole uh what do you do oh cool uh ha- have i seen you in anything how many followers do you have? People are kind of like vetting to decide if they want to continue conversation with you right. or if they're going to go find someone else to have a conversation with. Definitely. Have you ever experienced that? I feel oh. like you've had to have some people come up to you and just like... I don't know if people ask me what I do, but like... Well, you've had people attempt to use you oh, for... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, kind of yeah, what fully. I'm... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, I've gotten really good at uh, noticing that type of stuff, though. Good. What are your, like, signals from, like, an immediate reaction when you see, like, someone, you're like, all right, this person, the way that they start this conversation is very usy or, like... I um, like that word, usy. <laughs> I don't even... It, it's not even, like, an action they do. It's, like, the vibe. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You can, you can just vibe. feel it. Really? You definitely have, like, know yeah. that vibe. It's very, like... <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I mean? Type. Yeah, yeah, instead of just, like... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm chill. That's true. Yeah. I don't know how to explain yeah. it. Yeah. I'm sure you have dealt with that also. Yeah. Well, think, with photography. Yeah. A lot of the photographers, people you're friends with, mm-hmm. you know, that's a big part of it as well. Like, yeah. People who nowadays with social media, you can tell anyone, everyone's like network, like who they mm-hmm. know. So you never know if, like, even if I feel like I can't offer someone something, they could have a whole other agenda about right. if they hang out with me for two weeks, maybe they can get to this person or this person, you know? So you have yeah. to always just be like aware of everyone. Oh my like, God. That's such a, because, you know, we both probably dealt with that with yeah, a few of our friends. Like, definitely. Trying to come to us to bridge that mm-hmm. to them. There's so many people who try bridging like yeah. those gaps. Uh-huh. That they're like, and if I don't respond, mm-hmm. they could hit a mark. Like, people are so like. I was uh, talking to someone of, a while ago, like it was a little, little party or something, and mm-hmm. we just like pulled each other aside, and it was like w- they were moving to LA, and um, I was like, it's at the end of the day, like make your friendships and like do all that, but at the end of the day, it's like it's kind of a game, mm-hmm. like you and like you have to be aware that it's a game, or else you're feeling yeah. you're gonna get hurt because mm-hmm. that's what happened to me. I wasn't aware that it, yeah, everyone's like out for themselves and stuff like that, right? And it's hard because there's the aspect like you were saying before where you have to be, you have to be out for yourself because everybody else is, yeah, fully. but also. That's the whole, you are the company you keep. You can go out and have the business interactions, but you have to have those people who are there for you and like Mm -hmm. who you are aside from YouTube, aside from TikTok, aside from photography, aside from all of that stuff. You need to have those friends who you go to to not create content with. Those friends that you go to Mm -hmm. that are just going to be there to like just sit there with you. Yeah. Finding those is hard. 
though. Yeah. Toughest thing. Super hard. Yeah. I've, I think I was, I really struggled when I first moved here because I didn't know anybody and I tried, I was trying so hard to find really good friends. And then what ended up happening was I randomly just was meeting people from Montana where I was from. And that's kind of how it, we, we formed the little Montana mafia. Well, good. But that's cool. it, nice. Yeah. But it took a while. It took a while to find sure. them. And then once you have them, you realize how lucky that you yeah, are. How yeah. It is. Especially yeah. for you too, like how long you've been in LA for and like still like looking for the ones that are like the best people for yeah. you. And then when mm -hmm. you do find them and it, it's like you're hitting a jackpot because you're like yeah. an actual human soul that I, I really care about mm -hmm. and I really want to hang out with. Like I got those recently for a couple of different my friends and I just feel like so much more fulfilled in like mm -hmm. a lot of my friendships now. So I keep Yeah, it's, it's hard because I feel like everybody in reality, everyone needs someone and everyone has something good deep down in their soul. And sometimes I think people have the the blurred vision of the stars in their eyes. And so there are a lot of people's potential to be good friends and be great people, unfortunately, gets hindered by years and years of of the rejection of L.A. and like the facade of L.A. Mm -hmm. And so it is really hard, too, when you first move here and you're innocent and you come from a, a town where it's not that way. Mm -hmm. And you have to try to find people who aren't so calloused because that's yeah. really what it is. It's people yeah. are calloused and they start acting unkind because it's a defense mechanism, yeah. in my opinion. Definitely. I feel like I'm still so innocent. Like I have to literally have checkups with you 24-7. Yeah. I always have to talk to Hunter and be like, what do I do? Yeah. Just because I, yeah. I, I, I'm not, what is it? I'm, mm. I don't you're, you're a, he's an empath, mm -hmm. definitely. But am I? In, is a, that in a certain uh, in certain aspects. Now where sure. I put my shoe, I just feel a lot. I'm yeah. so sense. I'm mm -hmm. really sensitive, and I, when I care for someone, I fully care for them for like who like for who they are. Right. I I see someone and I which um, also recognize is it. A trait that hurts you in a lot of aspects too, because you care yeah. so deeply. I care way too like a people like, pleaser in a sense, or well, it's more that. Are you the kind of a person who wants to like take on for everybody? Oh, wanna... fully. Mm. Yeah. Fully, fully, I, okay, fully. Okay, so here I'm not I'm not a professional at this or anything, but at my therapist told me it's called codependency. Me. Okay. And that cuz I am that way also. Same. And the idea in well, <laughs> hi, welcome to codependency anonymous here. Yeah. <laughs> but um the idea that you can you want to fix everything for everybody. And also what happens is when you go to create or you go to do these things you want to do, you put it all on the back burner because you have all these other people you need to take care of. And in a way, it's like a defense mechanism to not be able to do, take care of yourself or do what you need to do because you are so dependent on, it's almost like an addiction it that is. you need to make people feel good. Yeah. And in a sense that it's almost not even a positive anymore because it breaks you down and you can't actually be there for people the way you need to be. Feel that. Bingo. Oof. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That, my therapist told me that. Was that. A good one. And but I'm then that same day she glued her eye shut with oh, yeah. uh, crazy glue. So that was weird. Oh, thought it was <laughs> good. I, thought I don't go there anymore. Love that for you. <laughs> Hope she's okay. <laughs> um, I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, I... To be honest, you literally hit it perfectly. Um, yeah. I feel like that's what I struggle with a lot. And oh, I was thinking of something. I forgot what it was. The glue got me. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, the glue really <laughs> did get me. Um, I just started reading a book a couple nights ago that uh -huh. she had recommended. It's called Codependency No More. And it's really okay. great. I'll that's have to. Cool. I'll have I honestly to, should read. Yeah. yeah. I'll read it. 
Yeah. Right with you. <laughs> we can sure, have book club. The codependency yeah, book seriously. club. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, going back to moving here at such a young age, that's just such a different experience. And a lot of people do. The reality of it is a lot of people move here at a young age, even younger than you sometimes. And so recently you left mm-hmm. because you needed to for your own mental health. Yeah, for sure. I needed a break. Did it help to leave for a while? Oh, my God. It saved me. Like literally yeah. like saved everything. So um, do you think if if there was another person like in a similar situation, you would rec- like what would you say to them about kind of having a little reset? I always I literally preach to my friends all the time, like mm-hmm. take some time away and alone mm-hmm. and reset your mind because you're not like when you're in L.A. We were talking about this yeah. on the way here. When you're in L.A., it's a constant like spiral. It's like a time warp. You literally can't. Mm-hmm. Unless you take a step back, you can't see what's really going on. Yeah. It's all literally a You're in like the a eye cloud. of the tornado, like it's at crazy. all times. And know? I don't even understand it. Like yeah. I don't understand the science behind that. But like I yeah. once I moved to Florida again and was with my family, like people that I mm-hmm. knew loved me for me and stuff like that. Yeah. Um I got that confidence again and then mm-hmm. finally like decided to move back when I was ready. It was months though. It was a few months yeah. before I came back. But I needed and do to do you do you feel like you have a different uh, perspective of LA Absolutely. now. Oh, good. Yeah, even after I put out that video, everyone was like, everyone was asking me like, LA so bad. But like, why are you I, back there? Kind yeah, of? yeah, but I didn't get. I guess maybe I should have said more in the video where it's like, a lot of it is bad, but there are the positives of it, and it's hard mm-hmm. to always think about the negatives because, like, obviously, like you have to be positive and stuff like well, that. Well, it's yeah. like it's like when you're in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't want to go to your friends all the time and be like, I'm. Oh my gosh, I love how he does this, and I love how they do this, and mm-hmm. da da da, because. That's annoying to somebody, but whenever something gets to the, a boiling point, you have to go vent to somebody. Yeah. Oh, he's, they're doing this thing. They're doing this thing. Oh, exactly. And yeah. so with LA, you're not always talking about. Oh, I just I love when I'm driving in the sunsets. You because you start to take it for granted, Definitely. right? The the good things about LA, yeah. but then when there are those bad things, traffic, for example, that you are at, you hit a boiling point with mm-hmm. it, and then that's all. Once you're in that mind space of one thing that's bad it is so easy to only see the bad Mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean that there's not good things i mean everywhere has good and bad i just always say la has more of everything it has more good people and more bad people it has more good things and bad things when you move here i think you just have to literally know what you're coming into yeah i didn't know what i was coming into yeah i had no idea i had also you said you i mean i don't know about you guys i got warned and oh yeah Fully got warned. And, and you, you still yeah. think it's okay. going to be different than it is. So you what almost was, have to experience about it. what the warning was. Like, who warned you? A few people have warned me. Mm-hmm. Um, they were just saying, okay, like, be ready. Yeah. It's tough. They're, it's like a you get stuck in a loophole of going to parties and wanting mm-hmm. to be social and wanting to talk to everyone and doing this, this, and this. And I was like, okay, sure. But I, I back then I had a whole team around me, mm-hmm. like, pushing me and kind of had me already on this path so mm-hmm. i wasn't worried that i was going to get out of the path but it literally happens i think it's inevitable yeah to be honest i think you kind of because it was a lot of also actually there's a lot to it it was also about me finding myself in my teen years i was really like yeah 17 well didn't I mean, even come out like yeah. was still in the closet just like there was a lot of a lot going on yeah, yeah I don't even know. well it's hard because we're all finding ourselves always yeah i mm-hmm. mean i feel like i'm still gonna be finding myself when i'm 80 years old mm-hmm. but you you came out at a time that was so vital because when you're in high school and stuff, you're friends with people because of proximity or you're friends with people because they live down the street from you and mm-hmm. or you grew up with them or whatever. And then you move out here and it's all about 
like, oh, who do I, what do I actually like? What am I actually interested in? What is my actual style? Mm-hmm. And you're trying to find yourself in a world that is all kind of a little bit of a facade, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that has to be so crazy challenging because you're probably still finding yourself. And when you're on the spotlight, is that really hard? Because you're you're trying, like you're not going to be the same person day by day. Oh my God. It's yeah. going to be so much harder too. And also a part of that is that like these kids are coming out to LA, mm-hmm. not just like trying to find themselves. They're coming out to LA with money now because they're, they're mm-hmm. getting success with fame. So the eyes are on them. So they're growing up way harder than in, like when I'm in college, yeah. I'm able to you know work on myself, kind of figure out what I want, what I don't want. Privately, and like yeah. privately. Yeah. You have, you get a fall on your face. Exactly. Because that's how you learn. Yeah. You, you don't get a fall on your yeah. face. Uh-uh. Like falling on your face is like when you mess up. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. But when we mess up, it's broadcast to yeah. everyone. Mm-hmm. There's like no space for error. No. Yeah. Which you is, can't mess up. To which be is honest. why you see so but, many. That's young one people. thing that I've. You know this yeah. about me, like hardcore. All my close friends know this about me. I am very careful with what I put online because mm-hmm. I know how bad mess ups can get. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just I'm very like a protective. fear of cancel culture essentially. Yeah, fully. I mean, I've gone through mm-hmm. stuff before, and oh, really? It's been fine. Yeah, yeah, but like little stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I'm not a bad person. I don't do yeah. bad things. So clearly, you I'm, don't. You're definitely not. Yeah, you yeah. Like doesn't look like a bad guy. No. <laughs> Well, thank God I'm wearing matching tie dye. <laughs> you can't be it's a bad true, person though. in matching yeah, tie dye. Yeah, no, you can't. <laughs> yeah, well. that's that's hard because you don't want to. You don't want people to attack you. I don't know. Being a people pleaser or being someone who clearly has a huge heart and a lot of compassion, I could see it being challenging that people are um, maybe misunderstanding you. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 All the time. I feel like people a lot of times like to say that I'm controlling and stuff like that. Oh, really? Well, because I sort of am. I want, it's just, I want my friends to be the best they possibly can be. I want them to Mm -hmm. be thriving. I want, my biggest thing that I learned in the past four years, five years is like, there's no, like, you don't need to be competitive. You don't need mm-hmm. to be competing against everyone. Like, you can all grow together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's everyone room can be successful. Yeah. For everyone. Like, room. the people mm-hmm. that don't understand that, it blows my mind. Like, I, I learned, I've learned that a lot the past couple of years here, too. We can all be successful mm-hmm. and you can be yeah. even more successful when you work together. Like, yeah. if you yeah, work with other so people, true. like, create, yeah, just in yeah. every way. So, I feel like a lot of my friends like to think I'm controlling, but now they understand, obviously, because we're closer, mm-hmm. but I just want the best for them. And, yeah. Like you were saying, it's kind of a codependency thing where I am in their face telling them to do this, this, and this. Come on, mm-hmm. let's do it together. Blah blah blah. But I don't know. It can get annoying, I guess. People yeah, who but don't I want think it that bad. what was that? Just for the people who don't want it that bad, I yeah. can see it getting annoying. You're, yeah. You have, yeah. um, an, you have a, a drive. drive that not a lot of people yeah. have. Yeah, but you've also seen my drive go from like. Oh yeah, the, but yeah, also that's down. a so yeah. They they talk about like set points, right? And we have a place that we kind of set. We sit at this set point and then we'll have our highs where you go above that set point and you have the lows but you kind of just go back to that set point mm-hmm. are people's set points different everybody has a different set point oh my god mm-hmm. i've never thought about and it so that you way. might have a higher set point yeah. than everybody yeah. else right and people Definitely. might get to that where you're at but they're not always there so you can't expect people to be where you're at and all the that's time. my problem is i'm not yeah. kidding mm-hmm. i i expect too much i think yeah but i think oh, at that sure. point it's it's communication right so just asking someone like hey where are you at right now this is where i'm at 
I think my problem is also I, I surround myself with people who aren't there because I want to get them there, but I can't, I have to realize I can't mm-hmm. get. Yeah, you're a healer like I am. Yeah. I do that same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're not maybe, maybe not even intentionally, but you're aware that like someone has the ability to like be so great, and it's like you want to shake them sometimes. You're just like slap them across gotta, the face. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that too. But yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. but make sure you, your friends are okay. <laughs> make sure your friends are okay. Don't slap them across uh-huh. the face. I love your friends. <laughs> not often. Yeah. <laughs> but um, do you feel like I just got confused. I was going to ask a question. We were talking about what were we just talking about? Sorry, I suck. I'll shut up. No, you don't. <laughs> what? This is about you. What are you oh, talking yeah, you're right. About? Okay. True, true, true. Um, I was talking about, oh, friends and like how you want the best for them, mm-hmm. right? And you want to like constantly lift them up. Do you feel like in any points in time that pulls away from what you need to be doing in, in like your career? Fully. Fully. Mm-hmm. I think because I'm so codependent, when that person's struggling, I'm struggling. also struggling. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the energy is like, I, with content specifically, I feel like I thrive more when I'm with other people who are also creating, when I'm mm-hmm. in an environment that's like, everyone's like, someone's shooting over here, someone's like taking pictures, yeah. someone's doing a video, like TikToks are being made, just like, if I'm in a good environment, Definitely. oh my God, I'm on my, like, yeah. I will be on it. But when I'm not, it's, I get fully drained and then I start spiraling. Like, yeah. that one, that's one thing we talk about too, mm-hmm. is that I'm very good at just like, once I get sad or once I stop working for a second, I can go, I can go a week. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Me too, but I think also it's important to just, in society, society is always telling us that you have to like have it together and especially probably in the position that you're in, I would assume. And so when you're spiraling, sometimes it's good to just be able to say, I'm I'm spiraling right now and label it and like let yourself feel what you're feeling. Because if you don't, yeah. then it's going to come back and hit, kick you in the butt. Yeah. I like to Definitely. not let Spiral. myself spiral. Yeah. yeah I, I like being perfect. Yeah. Which I should stop. Very right. hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not. If you ever figure it out, will you let me know how to do that? I don't think I'm ever going to figure it out. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I think everybody deals with a lot of the same things. And it's probably big time amplified when you are surrounded by other people who are doing the same thing. Yeah. Because you guys are all in different mental spaces at different times, I would assume. Mm -hmm. We are. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Gosh, it must be. Is it like a whole roller coaster every day? Yeah. Every day is different yeah it's exhausting but yeah. like it's also yeah. great because then there's so much room to do so many different things and yeah another big thing that i've learned is to you know go out and hang out with different friend groups and stuff yeah. like that just so i can get different energies and not always be stuck in that one energy that and could breathe. potentially be draining mm-hmm. or potentially yeah. be great mara is you know? really good at that i think that often like people find where success is and they stay there suck as much as they can out of mm-hmm. it and then like move on to the next type thing i hate that and mario <laughs> knows how to like separate his friend groups or know different like have different friend groups so he can have different energies and understand yeah. like what who brings him the best or who brings him the most happiness and things like mm-hmm. that. But that's also so tough because then I don't feel like I fit in somewhere fully. And I've, yeah. al- I've, I've always felt that way. It's so weird. I've mm-hmm. always felt that way. In high school, I used to go from lunch table to lunch table to lunch yeah. table to lunch table mm-hmm. just because I couldn't sit down in one place. I want that go- ties into FOMO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't just sit down in one place. Uh, I want to yeah. I want to be with everyone. I want to be yeah. sharing with everyone and doing everything with everyone. Because you're just afraid to mm-hmm. be missing out. Yeah, and I want to be a part of everyone's mm-hmm. like moments. Yeah, but I don't think there's sense. anything wrong with that necessarily. Do you feel like do you feel like it's a negative thing for you? Um cuz I think it's kind of lovely in a way. Yeah, it's definitely nice, but uh <laughs> it's also yeah, it is negative cuz then I don't, per, like personally in my own mind I'm like mm-hmm. where who am I? Like where do I belong? Do you yeah, you mm. feel like you're why not getting I the be... most fulfillment you can in a certain space. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Why like why can't I just stay here with this group? Why am I not mm-hmm. satisfied? 
that's the one thing that they kind of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I think everyone, no one's ever really fully satisfied, I feel like, with anything in their life. And I I wouldn't want to be fully satisfied with anything. Yeah, because I feel like. No, because that's how you grow. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Look at that. (laughs) Circle right there, baby. Love it. (laughs) Um, And so when you are feeling like a little overwhelmed and all that stuff, you've been taking breaks, though, from, from YouTube and from social media? Yeah, I think. I've learned how to distance myself. That was yeah. one thing that I did not know how to do before I moved back home. Oh, so um, that's a new thing for you. Oh, super new. Yeah. Yeah. This cool. year I learned how to not care about certain situations or remove myself emotionally from certain situations that could mm-hmm. be draining. Um, and I've also, again, like how we were talking about family, I, I love my family and I know mm-hmm. I can trust them with anything. So I'm leaving on Monday for a week Good. to be with mm-hmm. my mom. It's her birthday next week and stuff Happy like that. Birthday, Happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday, mom. <laughs> um, so yeah, I learned how to remove myself from certain yeah. situations when I need to. That's good self care. It takes a long time for a lot. I I'm oh, yeah. still learning that lesson. Super so tough good for you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's like a good escape. I feel like everyone kind of has their own uh, escape from like their groups. Whether it's like I like to like write and like to draw and stuff like that. And if I'm like in my room doing that, even if someone's upstairs, I feel like I'm like kind of escaping for a little bit. Yeah, he's able to go back home to Florida, which is amazing. And go see family and escape like fully, which is mm-hmm. like the most ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you, if you're constantly on, right, all the time, you're gonna burn out fully. Yeah. yeah. So you have to take, have you guys ever heard of the artist way? I feel like mm. I've maybe talked about this before. I don't know. But, if I have. So when you do the artist way, it's like a 12 week program to be, <laughs> it's like you're okay. It's a 12 week <laughs> program where you um, basically it like helps you get in with your creative being and stuff. And one of the things you do is every week you take yourself on an artist date that has no, you're not doing it with the intention of like gaining anything. So that can be going and like writing poetry in the park by yourself or going to a record store, getting a massage, something that you're doing for your inner artist, just a date. And to do something for yourself without expecting to get anything out of it is, especially in LA, right? Because you're constantly trying to get to that next mm-hmm. level. It does everything. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I want to try that. I try and do that, but it's, that's tough. Like, Super tough, I feel like yeah. when you're in LA, especially now when everyone is just on their stuff, like social media wise, I yeah. think everyone's really on it, posting 24 seven. Like, I feel like as soon as I wake up, I wake up with like a, not anxiety, like where I feel on my chest and stuff like that, but like mm-hmm. anxiety where I feel like I have to be posting mm-hmm. everything as soon as I open my eyes or check my phone and reply to a million texts and just yeah. a million things. It's like you always have to be on. Yeah. And that's really yeah. stressful, especially when you're in an environment when you are the one that's like on, mm-hmm. but no one else is. Because you oh, have yeah, work hours. as well. Great. So what are we doing? Yeah, work hours are crazy. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. Some yeah. people like work way better from like, you know, 3 to 6 a.m., People work yeah. better like right 9 a.m. start start grinding. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, and it's different when you feel like you have to in a timely manner respond to your your messages and your tweets and you like get your video out at the time that you're gonna get mm-hmm. your video out at. Yeah. Uh you know, most people go to work and like, hey, if I'm late in traffic or whatever, there's it's just a very different world. Yeah. And even though it's been around for a while now, I think we're all still very much learning about it. And so people who are in it, it's probably really hard to navigate because yeah. there's not I mean, I don't know. I might be wrong. Well, there is a there. For me, it's clear. Like the mm-hmm. way to navigate it is very clear, mm-hmm. and I. It's just about creating that environment for yourself. Yeah. I mean, I could easily get up every day, nine a.m., work out, blah blah blah, create content from ten to. Okay. 2 PM, yeah, you could do better time management, and then mm-hmm. you know yeah. have fun for the rest of the day. It's just 
But I feel like you need someone, like a house of people who are doing that too. Exactly. Because that makes you like want it more. Like I used to like, I barely worked out for like years. Just mm-hmm. like I have like a pull-up bar in my house. I'd be like, oh, whatever. It's there whenever I walk past. I have gym in the house now where I can go downstairs or upstairs and see someone working out. And I have to look at this person in the eye who's bettering themselves. Yeah. And then keep keep walking to the kitchen. Like (laughs) I have to, I'm like aware of it now. So now I want to. Mm -hmm. So it's a whole thing in itself. Same thing with content. You see someone creating content around you. You want to create content. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The whole idea of that you are the company that you keep. Exactly. Is that codependency? No. No, I don't think that is. I think it's just like... Why do I need a perfect environment? I don't need a perfect environment. No, I do. I like need a working environment for me to succeed. Like, what? Yeah, what I is think that? everyone's kind of different in that mm-hmm. aspect. Some people prefer to be by themselves yeah. and work. Well, there yeah. are those people that can like literally be sitting in a, a conversation of people and reading a book and not be distracted, right? Oh, well, no. And That's the people crazy. who can't. Yeah. And so I think it's just the same thing as when you're in school. The people who are better at learning when they write the notes versus listen to the notes versus see the notes. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got a different way of doing things. And sometimes you you might just be a person that like feels the motivation and energy of the people around you. Because mm-hmm. if you're, you seem like you catch on to people's energies. Fully. If you say you take things on for people, it sounds like you probably catch on to people's energies. Mm-hmm. I do the same thing. I would assume that you do the same thing. Because yes. up until this <laughs> point, I feel like we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are not as affected at all. Like uh, people's know. energies? Yeah. Or maybe you are. You're just really good at hiding. He, you're a different story. Thank you. Thank you have a wall much. up. <laughs> oh, I do. Do you? I do. Yeah. Oh, no. Fully. Quite some wall. Really? We yeah. got to knock some of that down. Yeah, we're fine. We're <laughs> I like this wall. I'm going to do some graffiti <laughs> it's a very on comfy it. wall. Very safe. Yeah, so I think, I don't know. I I think it's definitely just probably a way that you you work. You just need people around you to be doing the same things as you. And if you notice that, right? I don't know. I guess like for me, I have learned I can't get work done at my house. Mm. So obviously right now I have to. I normally have to go to the coffee shop to get stuff done and then I can leave it and then I can be – because I know now. So I do things to change. Whereas like right now with having to be at home, I've created a little room in an environment where it's like I step into here for work and I leave here for work. So I think once you know how you work around people and like what you need, you you kind of – action. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Just so if you if something happens over and over again, right? You like you learn. Okay, something's got got to change. Yeah, absolutely. But it's a forever lesson. I mm-hmm. mean, that's for sure. I don't even know what I'm doing like 99 percent of the time. <laughs> me, me. Yeah, that's my. We, <laughs> All someone of asked, us. Someone All asked of me the question the other day. They were like, um, "What is the question of your life right now? Like, if you could say your life was a question, what would that question be?" And I said. Uh, what? <laughs> what yeah. about you guys? What's yeah. yours? But what are you doing? Yeah, what are you yeah, doing? Like, same thing, like what? Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, you sure? You sure about that? <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. Yeah. You sure? That's a question I feel like I ask myself a lot. And then I sit for like four hours being like, yeah, no. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Do you ever do that with like videos when you're about to post a video? Are you sure you want? Oh, I do that with everything. I'm yeah. the most indecisive person you'll ever meet. So I, when you when you posted your coming out video, uh-huh. can we talk about that? Sure, absolutely. So the decision to post that, what was that like? Oh. Well, mm, <laughs> let me think. Um, well, I coming out was weird. Okay. For mm-hmm. me, I don't know how much you know. 
about the entire process. I don't know who was aware out, uh, before you came out publicly. How all of that us. is. You were aware. No, I mean, friends. I'm not our friends. I meant like family, like yeah, fans. So, like who who do you think when you came out? Like who are you come? I feel like I have to look at the dates of the videos. Yeah. Um, so actually, too, also, since some people maybe don't know what we're talking about, yeah. would you want to let people know what we're talking about? You had a video that came out where you officially came out. Yeah, but uh, that's what I'm going to tap into. I had a video before that, mm-hmm. like a year before. Oh, 21 things I learned. Or no, not 21 things. 19 Girl, you're things not I learned. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yesterday. Yeah. So at the end of that video, ew, um, I literally go, I briefly try to answer like, mm-hmm my sexuality because a lot of people have been questioning it for a while now obviously Uh Mm -hmm. obviously right um so i kind of wanted to make it like i'm not sure let's not worry about it Mm -hmm. type thing that was my answer back then now i know i wasn't confident enough at all right in who i was Mm -hmm. i wasn't ready to come out and that's okay i think that's that's okay everybody has their own um i think and then i think it was was it earlier this year that i came out or last year I feel like it was last, last year. year. It had to be last year. It, yeah. I th- yeah, I think it looked like it was down a ways. I think it was probably yeah. 2019. Um, how did I do that? I mean, I don't know. It just felt, I think it literally just felt right. I was in Florida. I wanted to drive. I knew I had to do it in my car because mm-hmm. I didn't want to do it like in my house with my family. I don't mm-hmm. know why. They're all supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, it felt right. It felt like the right time. And it, after that video, that's what I can say. It's like when I finally became like myself That's so awesome. and wasn't mm-hmm. scared of anything, any judgment, mm-hmm. because at this point I let the wall down mm-hmm. and I let everyone know the truth. And now I don't care what people say because I'm just yeah. living like so as awesome. myself. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's really good. Did you, before the video was, did, had you told your family and stuff prior to that? Yeah. How did I come out to my family? It's, or I know how I came out to them. It's, I don't know what hap- what triggered me to do it. I'm trying to think. I, I literally can't remember. My memory really? is so bad. Um, but the way I came out to my mom, for example, I, just, I literally just, I was in LA and I called, she was in Florida and I called her. Mm-hmm. I was literally in the bathroom and I just called her and I was like, hey, by the way, I got to tell you something. And then she was like, what? And I was like, come on, you already know. You don't need me to tell you. Like, come on. And then she was just like, what? Like, what do you need to tell me? She had no idea what I was going to say. And I told her and she was just like, oh, okay, cool. Like, yeah, I figured. Just, I need you to confirm it. And I was like, oh yeah, that's, Okay, cool. Great. You're going to tell dad? Wow. She's like, uh, we think we should do it together. Just because, mm-hmm. you know, my parents are Hispanic, yeah. Chilean. Mm-hmm. We I lived there until I was seven and then moved to the U.S. Oh, wow, yeah, cool. yeah. So I knew that it was going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Or it wasn't even tough. Yeah, it was. Um, telling my dad it was kind of tough. Just what we were you were feeling really, really like br- inside yeah. of your body? I can't imagine. And also, did you ever talk to your dad about like, did you play into the like idea? Girls? Of, yeah. Anything like that I think, at all? honestly, you know when you go to, like, dinners and stuff like that with your family yeah. and then your uncle's like, hey, you got any girlfriends? Of course. I'd literally be there and just sit there and just kind of give him a little face. And then I think they all kind of got the hint yeah. to, like, uh-huh. stop bringing it up. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, but we, once I came out, um, it took – it did take a second. Mm-hmm. I think it they were obviously accepting and yeah. said the whole thing. I love mm-hmm. you for you. This doesn't change anything. You're my son, blah, 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 blah. Good. But you have to adjust. There's like mm-hmm. a lot to learn in their like, generation and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, I love teaching them, honestly. That's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome and that they're so open yeah. to To this too. day, we're still having conversations like that. So, so cool. We just get to talk. Um, but it's always love, which I'm I love that for. they're open to that because I think that's what everyone in the whole world needs. Mm-hmm. Not only about like 
the LGBTQ world, but also like, you know, with Black Lives Matter and all that stuff, we just need, people just need to be willing to listen yeah. Yeah. because there are people that have stories that they want to share and they want to talk about. And yeah. especially with your family, that's so cool that they are, that they're able to listen and hear you and like learn with you. Yeah. I think you just have to be aware that sometimes you have to force people to listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to sit them down and be like, this is the way it is. Mm-hmm. You can either choose to learn or not. Okay. Were you pretty open about that in the in the video? Like, did you see a response from fans and from other people being like, hey, this this gave me a little extra push? Oh, my to- God. Yeah. That was oh, the best really? feeling ever, too. That's so cool. And that's something I shared with my parents. Because with my team, too. Oh, God. But I don't know. Coming out, like, mm-hmm. when you have a bunch of girls following you, like, my entire audience was just females. Oh. Mm. So for those years, I would have girls coming to my tour and stuff like that, like, William, with Will You Marry Me Science and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's just like, it was definitely tougher for me than I feel mm-hmm. like the normal person that yeah. kind of has to go through it. But what was the question? <laughs> um, the response that response you got. Oh, yeah. Like but, fans and things like that. People, were people like, oh, yeah, help yeah. me do this. You know? No, yeah, yeah. Everyone was mm-hmm. super like, nice about it. I That's don't even cool. know what to say. Wait. Yeah. Like when, like when I created like make sure your friends are okay with my brother, right? Like I went from getting comments that were directed towards me to being like this company reading some of the stuff that's happening, allowing me to have this conversation could have saved my life. Mm-hmm. You doing a video like that, letting people know it's okay to come out and, and to tell your parents and, and be okay with yourself. Were you receiving like anything from people as well? Or do you think everyone kind of knew and well, kept in- positive feedback wise? Like, yeah. yeah, absolutely. There was mm-hmm. a bunch of people saying like, I'm so grateful you did this. Like, now, I, should I do it? How do I do it? Mm-hmm. How did you do it? Yeah, Those exactly. Questions. And yeah. I love answering that type of stuff. Now I have like the most, you know, pride oh, ever. I would love to hear those things for people who are listening. Because there are so many people who are you before you came out, right? Yeah. And I can't, was that, what was that like for those 18 years inside knowing without really being able to like express it? Tough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah super tough. Um, I can't imagine. No, I, I don't even it kind of sucks that it didn't come out sooner. Like it's always going to be like a little regret. Obviously I live, I try and live life with like no regrets and stuff like that. No regrets. You know where that's from? Where the Millers. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What was I saying again? What was the question? Like again? what would you, uh, what would you say to people who, cause you were saying you've learned so much about like what yeah. you would say, how, how could people do this? Oh, how, how could they feel comfortable it, with it? And like when they should all that, what would you say to someone who was in the position that you were in before actually coming out. The reason I think I felt super ready was because I got that second alone in LA, mm-hmm. wherever it is, like mm-hmm. whether you go to college or, you know, you you need to be fully comfortable and you need to know yourself before mm-hmm. I think you start telling other people things. Mm-hmm. Um, I started with my friends. My friends felt like the easiest like way to go. That's cool. Like I started with one friend and then the next and then mm-hmm. to the point where I would go to a party or a gathering or something like that and I would want it to be no, like that would... That would be Aww. the first, I'd be like, hey. <laughs> you know, so I don't have to keep like hiding and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, do it when you're ready. There's no rush. Mm-hmm. And make sure like a big thing is to make sure you're in like a good environment where people won't like push you down and shut you down mm-hmm. because people will do that. And you have to. That's just reality. Like, yeah, people will feel a certain way mm-hmm. towards anything. Um, yeah. So just be ready. Like Did you ever moment. experience that? Like having somebody push you down once you or anyone push back when you? Any brands or companies that like you felt like you want to 
publicly. I was kidding. No, <laughs> I'm like, um, well, yeah. But like was, even teams, you know, there a lot was, of, yeah, a lot of teams. A lot of teams and things like that, you know, that could change the way mm-hmm. people, you know, want to work with you. And yeah. it's a whole, it's really Yeah, it wasn't bad. so much like against me. It was against what I've built. Oh my God. <laughs> so scary to say. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely got pushed back. Absolutely, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Just with anything, actually. Like, yeah. okay, sure, come out. But, you know, you don't have to broadcast that you're gay. You can just, uh, you know, oh. still be you and let people know. Or I think that's why... People did... telling you how you should have done it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. That's yeah. a bummer. It's... Yeah. I think it's okay. I think yeah. at that point, I mean, I can't speak personally, but I feel like you were, you're wanting to have as many people's opinions on something that's such a huge like thing in your life you're about yeah. to say something that i don't want anyone's opinion right i mean obviously right. your opinion should i love come that first, yeah i don't care best once mm-hmm. i did it i literally couldn't care less about anyone but myself at that point in the most like nice way that's the way it should yeah, be yeah. But you know isn't Entirely. it hard right this to me is something that's hard the fact that okay i'm a straight person and i I never have to make a video saying that I'm oh straight. God, yeah. mm-hmm. I never have to like sit my parents down and be like, "Hey, can we tell? Can I tell you something? Um, I'm straight." Oh God. And so why why do people come and tell you how you do how you should do that? Because you're not. It's not like you're saying, "Hey, everybody, I'm just letting you all know I've decided to remove half of my body." Like you're yeah. you're going out. Yeah. It's not a huge. It's not like the decision that's going to affect someone else. You're coming out and being like, "Hey, guys, I just want to let you know." Who I am. This your, is me. Your son. Yeah, that's it. Your, the person you're following. Nothing's your changed. Yeah. yeah. This, I just want you to know now. Like, you think you know me. I just want you to know me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the biggest, that's literally the biggest piece of advice. Just be prepared because that, that is like, you will, you might get pushback. You might not. If you don't, geez, like, good for you. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's amazing. Um, But if you do, just be prepared for it and be, mm-hmm. be ready. I think we're all strong enough to, you know, handle these things. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I'm the happiest I've ever been. And even I was talking with my mom and my sister recently and, my little sister was like, Mario, you've been thriving. Like, you've just oh, been so, so happy. Good. And I can literally see in every video and everything you're doing, just like, you're really yourself. And I was like, I literally cried. That was That's the first awesome. time I cried in a few months. Yeah. I don't cry. Um, but <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, I cried just because it was my family who means the world to mm-hmm. me. And like, they noticed the change in how I felt just because I was living my authentic self. So yeah. cool. And that's, the, that's literally the best thing you can do for anyone that needs to come out. Seriously, be you. Don't care about anyone else. I love that. That's yeah. so That's awesome. That's really great advice. <laughs> you might not cry, but we are. <laughs> I think it's it's so important to have like self-love, right? Yeah. And it's so easy to be self-deprecating. Mm-hmm. I think all of us go through that. Of course. And um, especially when, again, when your life is publicized like that. I mean, I've even noticed on some of your videos, you know, when you talk about like, oh, I hate myself because of how my skin looks today or something. We all feel that, but you're expressing that to the world, right? And like, how do you find self-love in moments where you're feeling less than? A lot of the times I regret sharing that with the world. And I think mm-hmm. that's like the opposite of what I'm supposed to be doing. But I, I feel like I'm complaining to a bunch of people because then I get those comments that are like, what do you mean? You're literally perfect and like mm-hmm. blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, like what's not getting yeah. through to you guys? Like, well, but also I don't want to be negative. I don't want right. to let everyone know that I hate myself or okay. But at the same time. <laughs> or hate the way I look or stuff like that. Cause I, yeah. I, that's one of my biggest struggles. Yeah. Every single day when I wake up, mm-hmm. I, my, like I look in the mirror, I look in a selfie camera and my job is to be on camera 24 yeah. seven. So like 
Yeah, I think I hear it from you the most, really. Yeah, yeah. It, me and you shoot. I shoot with Hunter so often, and then mm-hmm. after every... Uh, go on. Yeah, almost yeah. after every shoot, just like... After every photo. Every photo, yeah, really. I'm like, like wait, uh, are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure we got it? And it's, and it's, it's sad because you mm-hmm. see this happening all across, you yeah. know, different people from whether they're models or not models, whoever it is, everyone has the same exact feeling towards themselves mm-hmm. in this regard. Oh, I mean, and I deal with it. I think yeah. we all do. Yeah. I think it's also a lot of it has to do with with social media in general and the fact that you're seeing the most beautiful people from the whole world. And and also on top of that, the Facetune and yeah. the this and the that, the Photoshop. or Plus the comments. You know, the that, comments, that's yeah. what I think what gets to everyone too is – you want to beat them to the comment. You know, mm-hmm. you want to beat them out to to saying something mean to you. You're like, yeah, if I do it to yeah. myself. That's one of the things know? with the acne. I feel like that was one of my things. It's like, I'll point this pimple out before anyone else does. Mm. Oh, I mean, I do the same thing. Yeah. I, I show up at, a, at show up somewhere and I have a big old pimple on my forehead. I'm like, oh, hey, guys, don't worry. I know I'm a unicorn. Like, we're good. Yeah. But it's, again, it's, it is it is totally what you're saying, Hunter. I think it's like, I'm going to beat them to the hate before like before they say it, so I'm the one who was mean to myself first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I want th- Wait, what? Do you do that like often? <laughs> Come on. Like, no, I mean like I don't watch your YouTube videos. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. But as a friend, like I don't know if that's something that you receive in comments. Like I don't know if you. I want continue. people. Com- no, everyone's so supportive in my comments. It's like, seriously. Awesome. Yeah. Like there's not a lot of hate. Um. Knock on some wood. It's literally just <laughs> knocking on wood. It's literally just me. Yeah. Um, and it's some. It's one of the biggest things that I want to work on myself mm-hmm. is ha- building that confidence again. Because I see like pictures of myself a while ago, and I look at that, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, you looked like that. But I was also so confident mm-hmm. back then. Didn't care what mm-hmm. I looked like. I wouldn't. I can't even post selfies now. Like that's yeah. Why? It's like crazy. Or like do shoots mm-hmm. a lot of like I won't shoot with people. Just because I'm, I'm so insecure. I don't know. Yeah. And it, I, is it one of those things when people sit and tell you, like, you are beautiful. You're you're so handsome. You're gorgeous. I don't believe it. Yeah. It's an it's, it's a thing. lie. Yeah. It's, you're it's lying not, to me. It's not a lie. Whenever Hunter takes pictures of me and I, I ask him, are you sure we got it? He says, yes. I'm like, you're lying to me. I say it to him every time. I'm like, but stop then, lying. But then I show it to him uh, at the end after I do an edit too. And he'll be like, oh my God, yes. Okay. But sure. Like, sometimes. But most of the, but actually, them, no, yeah. But a lot of the time, I feel like you for sure are like, no, 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 on every photo. I hate it. Yeah, yeah. I hate the process of like looking at myself. Yeah. It's very hard. Yeah. Being a model or, or like photographer, you're dealing with people all day long who are, whether I'm criticizing my own work and being like, mm-hmm. I can't get this person right the way I want to picture them, mm-hmm. or they're criticizing themselves yeah. and not liking the way they look or, or anything like that. And you have to, I don't even know what the solution is, kind of meet them in the middle and be like, all right, well, hopefully one of these pictures works for you. Like yeah. I can give them words of affirmation the entire time yeah. being like, you look well, great. And it's, a thing, it's an internal thing. Yeah. At the end yeah. of the day, it's an internal it. battle yeah. that everyone kind of struggles with. And yeah. there are those, there are those days I'm sure where you're like, oh, I'm confident. So gorgeous. Love those days. <laughs> yeah. Those are the best days ever, honestly. Right. I think a lot of it has to do with skin, to be honest. When I have a good mm-hmm. skin day, I'm like, yeah, like show on the road. Very true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an insecurity that you have. Yeah. What is your favorite thing about yourself that you love and you own and like you want everyone to know, hey, this is like my favorite thing about myself? Like physical wise? Anything. Physical, oh, mental, God, emotional. Um, the dead silence. Like, do I hate myself? Um, no. I don't, no. I mean, my favorite thing. 
I think about myself is that I have a, it sounds stupid when you say it, but I feel like I have a good heart. I don't think that sounds um, stupid. So I think yeah. you should own that. <laughs> Hunter, Hunter's like, that is lame. Next answer. Yeah, at the I end of the day, I don't like holding grudges. Mm-hmm. Um, people can do the worst things ever to me. True. Don't and look at me I, like I did it. No, not you. You didn't do it. You didn't do it. Hunter. Um, <laughs> not saying any names. <laughs> and I'll I'll still come back and give them all the love I can ever give them. Yeah. So I have a good heart, I think. I think that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And so important. I mean, what do you think? You know him. What do you think the best thing about him is? Uh, Make him feel really <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> um, I would say something around his heart for sure. If we're going uh, not physical, of course. Yeah. I can also compliment him physically. Um, gray hair. Gray hair. Sure. You do have lovely <laughs> Fantastic hair. Fantastic hair. Okay hair. Um, but I think like his heart is always in the right place. Mm-hmm. Whether it is um, put across correctly, mm-hmm. I think sometimes he doesn't know how to verbalize exactly what he's feeling and he <laughs> i'm the same way yeah but i think overall he's always in the best he- mm-hmm. like it means the best for anyone mm-hmm. that's important that will get yeah. you far and that gets me mad when people don't think that of me yeah when people think that i'm a bad person or something like that yeah, I, hate I hate that, that. yeah i hate it you you just i literally just have the best intentions for you yeah yeah it's so hard too, even when like you feel that you didn't execute something right you know good intentions bad execution mm-hmm. It's still the intentions. I always yeah. try to remind myself mm-hmm. when I get mad at somebody or I'm frustrated or someone hurt me. I always ask myself, do I think that it was done maliciously? Did they do it intentionally to hurt me? Because uh-huh. if mm. they didn't, it's a me thing. Uh, it's how I feel it. And if if they did intentionally do it maliciously to hurt me, then it's a them thing. So whenever someone does something that does hurt me, I have to reflect and think, is this a me thing or is this a them thing? And if it's a me thing, I need to take care of it. And if it's a them thing, I need to talk to them about it. I like that a lot. Yeah. I said, um, it's not even my therapist. It's like a therapist is in the house right now mm-hmm. and doing a lot of great work. And he said something yesterday about not reacting immediately to a situation, mm-hmm. about like you know knowing you're upset, you're dealing with something, you're so mad at someone, but waiting until the opportunity, the correct opportunity to bring it up mm-hmm. and address it. Like he said, something about house meetings, for example. If you are so mad at someone in a house and you want to talk to them really badly, don't say it now because you both are going to go back and mm-hmm. forth with each other until it blows up. But you wait until emotions have calmed down. You mm-hmm. can write it out. You know exactly how to say it. Mm-hmm. Like professionally and appropriately so when you when you come and talk to it it's not like a i'm coming at you it's a discussion so i think yeah. i've like learned that recently that as badly as i want to sometimes just like act on emotion act on emotion and tell someone like what's up mm-hmm. i'm like all right i'm gonna think about this i'm, I'm gonna hit them like next week and like talk yeah. to them so that's a really that's really yeah. good advice because it is it's hard to you like that yeah got me thinking <laughs> he's over here <laughs> lost in thought no literally sorry i'm back Okay. Oh, okay. Nice to see you. Hi. How, how was your trip? <laughs> Emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, very true. Well, I have some fun little closeout questions here because oh. I feel like we could just sit and talk for oh, yeah. 17 more yeah. years and we got stuff to do. Mm-hmm. We can't be here for 17 years. Mm-hmm. But okay, so I'm going to ask you some fun questions. Fun. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, this one's fun. Okay. If you could hang out with any cartoon character, who would it be? And why would you pick that cartoon character? Oh, cartoon character. Who's like Ariana Grande in cartoon <laughs> version? Um, 
literally what I was thinking. My no, first yeah. thought was like, has Ariana Grande ever played a cartoon <laughs> character? No, but she's like mimicked cartoons. I just don't know who. Oh my god, what's a fun cartoon? Like a bunny. She was oh my god, oh my god. Video. Wait, I hang out with them. Yeah, you can hang out with them for a whole day. Oh my god, is the Avatar: The Last Airbender a cartoon? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah okay. sort of. Yeah. Like Aang yes. or even Katara. No, Aang. Oh, <gasps> tough. Anyone from Avatar: The Last Airbender? I love them. I've never seen an episode. Oh, of you're a loser. Come on. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thank you very much. Um, Kidding. Character. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking like something back when I was younger. Maybe like like cat dog. Oh my god. I think that would be so so cat hilarious. Dog. Did you watch? Uh, might cat be a little dog. too. I'm Chilean. Yeah, good point. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Chilean. Um, cat dog was absolutely phenomenal. I was think. it a cat or a dog? It's I both. both. I hate one it. side dog, one side stop. cat. I, we like where the this. cat's butt would be is the dog, and where the dog's butt would be is the cat. Yeah, that pretty, just made me so pretty mad. great, huh? No, it's you need to watch it. Yeah, tonight, okay. show him. I'll show him. Oh God. What I think. You? I'd, I think I'd. Um, Want to hang out with Cosmo and Wanda? Oh, good, super one. fun! Oh, right. wow! Not great that answer. they ever do a great job at like giving you what that. you need, but I think <laughs> yeah, yeah, I should have said that. That's yeah. Good one. yeah, um, but that would be fun to be in a cartoon. Yeah, oh, yeah, that'd be so much fun. Uh, okay, let me think of another fun one here. <laughs> oh, do you think the way that your fans see you matches the way that you see yourself? Uh, yes and no. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yes mm. and no. I think I show my like personality online the way I am, but I think they see me in a brighter light than I see myself. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I think I'm the same thing. Cool. Yeah. yeah. It's the same because I'm always posting about positive stuff. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So they obviously think that like, there's like a lot of positive. But also the people who are really, really engaged are able to see between like the positive stuff, the, the struggle as well. Same. And they reach out so yeah i think so do you think that there's anything you would say to people who like how you would describe who you are behind what they see you as because i think other people sometimes it's nice when you look up to somebody to see the human side of them right not that you're not always a human but like what would you tell people you're like that they maybe don't know Wow, that was a really weird way to phrase that question, but did it make sense to you? Yeah, yeah I okay, feel like thanks. a lot of people um, don't see that I like to help a lot of people around me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. That's one thing that I feel like fans don't really yeah. know. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. big helper. Um, <laughs> Dark. <Mine. laughs> yeah, I did not want to go dark. No, I'm like positive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mine would probably be like something about like depression, about mm-hmm. like even if great things are happening, it's still there no matter what. And I think everyone should know that like as much great things happen in your life and how happy you are and everything's going well, Mm -hmm. you can still be dealing with something like that's like part of your brain. That's just like Uh you're depressed about things. So it's okay. Yeah. That's a good, that's a tough one for like, that's a tough battle on social media for me. It's, I don't, I don't know how much like I should share because I don't want to affect anyone else. Cause what I say and like what I share affects the people who follow me. Oh, yeah, of course. For sure. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to be like the... Makes sense. I want to be the light mm-hmm. in their day, not the... That's mm-hmm. great, yeah. The little dark moment. It makes yeah. sense. But yeah, I mean, for them to hear even just this, right? Mm-hmm. To You don't have to constantly be showing all... Because also it's your life. You get to decide what you want to share and what you don't want to share. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes it's nice to hear that like other people aren't alone. Yeah, yeah that we're know? all human. Yeah, yeah. we're all human. Because I think that there's this, again, this whole facade that the people that you see through your screen 
are robots. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like perfect little robots. Yes. Perfect angels. Because yeah. I don't know about you guys, but there have been times where I literally post on like an Instagram story or post a picture or whatever and like two minutes later I'm crying. Not necessarily because of that, but just because of life. Mm-hmm. And so I might have just shared some really funny, happy thing. But in reality, I haven't like got off of my couch for I haven't gotten off the couch in hours because I have like I'm not feeling great inside, yeah. you yeah. know. And I think a lot of times people just see the photo and think, oh, or the yeah. video. Yeah. One of my best posts I feel like I did recently was like a photo of me smiling. And I was like, in this photo, I was actually one of the most depressed I've ever been in my entire mm-hmm. life. And it was like this super like happy I photo that, of I me. Think. Do you like it? Probably. Thanks. Probably. Um, <laughs> but yeah. like it's real. And mm-hmm. I think like doing things like that helps so many people. Yeah. So anytime I can, mm-hmm. I do that. He goes uh, the other route, which is, awesome as well being a light for everyone mm-hmm. at all times so people who are sad are able to look at him for like actual light in their life yeah. so that's, that's what i would want yeah yeah i don't i mean you're right it is nice to like get the little yeah. inside scoop that you know we have feelings too and stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah but most of the time i want to be the, the happiness be the- yeah. yeah is it ever hard when you aren't in that space to be that yeah and that kind of goes into like that spiral thing like mm-hmm. once i'm sad i I don't post. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think fans have caught on to that definitely. too. Yeah. Like for sure, actually. They definitely have. Um, yeah. So they know like when I'm happy, I'm I'm on. Yeah. And when I'm not, I'm not. Yeah. And they understand. And they're they're mm-hmm. so good about it too. They're so nice uh, yeah, and supportive. I, that's so important that you don't – That I think it's so important that you take time for yourself. Yeah. I've taken that wall down. Mm-hmm. I used to not be like that. I used to be on 24-7 when yeah. I was sad even – like how you were saying, mm-hmm. post a picture, cry after. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I learned that that's not the way to do it. Yeah, I you feel can't. Like it's you really something can't. we can all learn to go, baby. take care of our, 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 our heads. And even I think, uh, I don't know if that's true actually, but I think faking happiness too will get you hap- will make you happier. Like when mm-hmm. I'm in that spiral and just like. Well, happiness try- can be a choice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So if I force myself to film a YouTube video, although, although I shouldn't. Um, and then upload that and see people's reactions happy is like it gets me back on the boat. Yeah. And yeah. It gets me back on track. 100%. Yeah. I do a sort of similar thing, but different. Um, a friend of mine, her name's Shell. She does this thing called the smiling game. So when she's feeling really anxious or depressed or sad or whatever, she will smile just like like a big smile, the biggest smile that she can until she starts like actually feeling happy and laughing and, oh, wow. and looking. Does that work? Feeling. It does. Uh, it we makes try you. It sometime. Yeah. Wait, I want to try. Everybody smile right now and just like try not to feel happy. Oh, man. It's impossible. I literally can't. Kind of no, yeah, you, you're smiling. me smile. Yeah. Oh. That mine's weird. <laughs> Anyways, it's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's do um, – I have two more questions and then we'll go, okay? Okay. The first one is advice that you need to hear right now, like you personally need to hear right now. Give yourself some advice that you need to hear right now. If you need a second to think, Hunter, do you know what yours would be? Um, in the sense like as if you're giving it to somebody else but it's what you need to hear it's okay like I think one door closes when one door closes others will open I think it's like what I really what I really need right now one door in my life just closed and I thought it would be a big deal Um, but I subconsciously started thinking because of that closing I know more are going to open so that's good I like that how about you um I think mine's like take time and make the best decision for yourself. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that yeah. a lot. That's good. That's yeah. good. That's good. That's one. It. Mine is always I I have to remind myself this all the time. Just everything is temporary. Mm-hmm. So 
when you feel low or when you feel stressed or scared or whatever it is, just reminding myself that it's temporary and it, it's going to pass. I like that. Same. Very good. Guys, that was beautiful. Yes. Okay. The last one's fun. We do it all the time. Okay. Uh, now you're in the club. Ooh. What's one way that uh, you would tell people they could make sure that their friends are okay? Hmm. One way you like to make sure your friends are okay. Oh, God. I just bother all my friends until they tell me what's wrong. Good, to be know. honest, the way he does is, like, awesome. I don't know. I literally just That's okay. I like it's being your way. fully involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll get it out of them if I need to. You I just, know when they're not being honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, checking in with them. But it's not so much of like the, hey, how are you? Like, I know you like to do that. You've texted me, hey, how are you a few times. I do that. Um, I kind of just dive right in. Mm-hmm. And hopefully I know a little something so I can pull it out of them. Mm-hmm. And oh, if yeah. Not, and I'll use just... it as bait. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty great. I think Mara brings like a light to a room. I think it was like last week or something like that. I was with Tana and we were sitting in a room and we weren't happy. And Mario wasn't home yet. And we're just like, where's Mario? And Mario came in and literally like after five minutes, like we were all on the floor, like laughing Aww. about something. And then he left. And we're just like, he did exactly what we thought he was going to do. He came in there. He just, came in there, yeah. did exactly. And then no he way. Left. Yeah. You little magic fairy. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was great. Wow. Good okay, work. Great. <laughs> How would you say what's, your, what's yours this week? Um, the way I check on some friends, I mm-hmm. think. Um, hey, how are you? <laughs> hey, how are you? <laughs> I I tear mine out. That was a that's like a level one tier. Oh, okay, hey, how oh, are you? Um, I'll stop judging. I'm so <laughs> I will sometimes I'll find a photo from a long time ago and oh, send it to a friend. Good. That's like, a good one. Remember this? Oh, that's good. That's that's good. a great answer. Yeah. Putting that in the book of things to one. do. <laughs> I love that yeah. one. Go off. Uh, um, mine this week is when I go to people really listening and just letting them talk and then mm-hmm. asking them what they need. Do you want advice or did you just need to talk to me? Wow. And not try cuz I think I can tend to try to fix everything. Yeah, you know. You're right. That just made me think a little let people talk, Mario. Yeah. Let, let people I mean, tell you first. Sometimes it's hard cuz you it's because again, it's intentions that are pure. Mm-hmm. You care so deeply about them that you want to fix their problems. But sometimes listening to them is what they need. Yeah. And so I'm trying to learn to to listen first and then let them decide what they need from me. I'll um, join you on that. Yeah. 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 Let's all make a pact. I like that. This cool. week, that can be our intention. Cool. Yeah. Listening. I'm yeah. with it. Oh, this is fun. Do you yeah. want to plug your socials? Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Mario Selman, everyone, everywhere. That's That's really it. Oh, Mario on Snapchat. That's it. He's got that reason. He's not letting you guys know his second accounts. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Ooh. It's secret. <laughs> I'm going to get that later. Sure. <laughs> and then for us, just at make sure your friends are okay. Exactly. I call me. Hey, hey. Cool. Thanks. Thank you guys fun. so much. Appreciate thank you, thank it. That was you, fun. Thank you. I'm going to go to the therapist now. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, all of us. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>